Hello, it has been a few weeks since I have been in your ear holes. I've been in New Zealand. Um, I feel like I'm there just about the same amount that I'm in Melbourne at the moment. Obviously, I am in a long-distance relationship, and my partner lives in New Zealand. So we do a month there, a month back. Not a month, obviously, um, but I am there for a few weeks every second month, which has been so good to be able to see my niece grow up and uh, see my family and just be able to, you know, actually spend quality time with people. I feel like in the last eight years, I've only been having fleeting visits with family, and so it's actually been nice to spend some time there. Um, so that's where I have been. I am so excited for this podcast, and I think I say that every single podcast episode, they probably all start very similar, but that's because I get excited about the topics that I talk about. This one, um, I'm really feeling a little bit of a resistance and a change in myself at the moment, and I think I've mentioned a few times that I've felt a little bit stuck, and I think it's because there's something bubbling inside of me that is looking at changing the way that I'm coaching, changing what I'm coaching and some of the topics that I coach about. And this episode is one of those topics. Um, I'm going to be talking about body image and intimacy and sex. I love talking about sex and intimacy and I am such an open book when it comes to this kind of topic. And to be honest, I wish a lot more women were. I wish it wasn't as taboo as it is. It is so crazy to me because every single person, okay, not every single person, but 95% of people on this planet have sex, right? Whether it is with their partner, whether they're single and they're dating, whether they're with random people, right? But we are pleasurable beings. We have sexual organs that give us pleasure. Apart from dolphins, we are the only other mammal that actually has pleasure, sorry, has sex pleasure. Like women have a specific body part where its only function is to receive pleasure. And we don't talk about it enough. We don't talk about it much. And I think I'm really starting to shift um shift my focus and I'm still very much focused on body image and the way that it makes us feel and liberating ourselves from the shackles that body image can have on us and tying us down but I've recently not recently I mean in the last year I I'm in a relationship the type of relationship that I always thought was possible but I never thought I never knew if I would get it and it has really made me passionate about the topic to speak with women because I see so many women settling. I see so many women not getting the love, attention, focus, desire, passion that they deserve. And a lot of it has to do with the way that we feel about ourselves because we settle. We don't think that we are worthy of a great love or a great partnership and so a lot of women that I know settle a lot of women think that they are so lucky that a man wants to be with them and it might be a great man it might be an incredible man but it's not the man for them and they feel like something is missing from their lives or missing from their relationship and a lot of it is because they don't feel worthy of something great, of something exceptional. So the next person that comes along, they're like, this will do. This is 
this is okay, this is comfortable, um, and they are happy staying there. And so this isn't what this podcast is about. This is about how to let go of the fear of body image and how to um, stop letting your body image and the way that you feel about yourself kill your sex life. Because there is so many different avenues that I could take this topic and, you know, in the future I probably will. But it is fucking liberating feeling like your sexual prowess with your partner and feeling comfortable and confident in your body. And there is nothing sexier in a woman who feels comfortable in her body and confident in her body regardless of what she looks like, okay? And I want every woman to feel that. I want every woman to be in the bedroom and feel like they are deserving to receive, feel like they are the fucking God's gift to earth and this man or woman should be thankful to be with me that I am so beautiful and I am just so in my body and in this moment that you experience the pleasure and the oneness that is possible through intimacy and sex. And so today I'm going to talk about how to stop letting your body image or your confidence about your body kill your sex life or your ability opportunities to have sex whether you are in a relationship whether you're single and dating this goes for everything it's not necessarily just a tea and um having that confidence in and out of the bedroom that gives people that you know that glow that aura that magnetic magneticism magnetism you know what i'm trying to say magnet magnetism magnetism <laughs> should probably cut that out but i'm not going to right and Sex is such a taboo subject. I think I said that at the start, and I want to break that. I want to break that stigma because I love sex with my partner. Um, I know a lot of women love sex, but they are worried or they are not speaking up about it, and therefore they're not getting the sex that they want. I'm going to hit you with some facts. A lot of women don't feel comfortable having conversations with their partner about sex because they're worried that it's going to hurt them. Only 30% of women can have orgasms through penetration. 30%. I am unfortunately not a part of that 30%. I need stimulation in other areas. And I think this is really important for women to realize and know because a lot of the time and before I really started to step into my sexual energy, I really thought there was something wrong with me and I felt like I was missing out on having these amazing sexual experiences because I couldn't finish from actually having sex, right? And so many women feel like this. They feel like their body is letting them down. They feel like they are not um, they are not giving their partner what they want. And often partners will say, oh, I'm going to be the one to make you do this. And it's like, no, okay, I'm sorry that – actually, I'm not sorry, but – my body, it hasn't done this before, and it's not because the people that I've been with have been necessarily bad. It's literally just the way that our female anatomy works, right? And so I think it's really important to, first of all, know the anatomy of your body and know how it works so you can start to feel comfortable exploring that yourself, feel comfortable exploring it with your partner, and so you're not feeling like you're um, your inability to reach climax through sex or your inability for your body to do something that it's not designed to do 
it's going to hold you back. I also want to say that the less sex women have, most women, the less they want it. So if you are forever putting off sex with your partner or you're not having sex or you're not even pleasuring yourself, the less you're going to want it. And one of the reasons is because there are two types of um, two types of sex drive, right? There are people who are, have a spontaneous sex drive, and that means that they could see something, they could watch porn, they could see an attractive person, and they spontaneously get the urge to be intimate. And then most women are actually responsive which means that you're actually not in the mood or not even thinking about sex or intimacy until it's starting to happen and you're being touched, talked to, felt in a certain way. And this is where I think there's a huge disconnect between men and women is because most men have a spontaneous sex drive. They could be not even thinking about it and you walk past them in lingerie or no underwear or whatever it is and suddenly they want to because they've seen something that sparked that desire within men. But women often don't respond like that. And so we think that we just don't have a high sex drive or we're never in the mood for sex. And the less that you the less amount of times that you actually have sex and you respond to it, the less you're gonna feel like it. Right? And so this is really important to know because this is something that you can actually discuss with your partner or if you are in a relationship or, you know, um, dating or whatever, or even with yourself, is that women, most women actually need to start to be in the act before they start to feel like sex. And I resonate with this so much. I've said to my partner so many times, he has this uncanny ability to make me feel like sex when I really don't feel like it. It could be so late at night and I am like, there's no way that we're having sex tonight because I just, there's no way that I could feel like I'm in the mood, right? I'm tired, we get to bed and suddenly his hands are places and I'm suddenly in the mood and that's because I have a responsive sex drive, right? And a lot of women do. And a lot of women think that they're not feeling themselves, they're not feeling in the mood, they're not feeling spontaneous and therefore they say no to sex. And this is a huge, huge Thing that can start to really impact our intimacy and sex life is often you're actually not going to feel like it until you're in the mood and this comes back into your body and body image because you're not actually giving yourself an opportunity for your partner or for your, your whoever you're dating or even for yourself if you're doing self-play to actually feel like you are in the mood and to uh, change the narrative if you are constantly saying no to your partner you're not giving them an opportunity to show you that they're attracted to you. You're not giving them an opportunity to show you that your body is something that they desire because you are afraid you are putting that barrier up, that wall up, which means that there's actually no, there's no evidence to deny that your body is the issue, right? And so a way around this and something that I know sounds a little bit like, not wrong but chicken and egg situation is one way to actually stop your body image from stopping you from having sex is to have more sex because the more sex you have the more you realize that your body's not an issue 
the more sex you have, the more you're going to learn about what you like, what you don't like, um, how connected you feel to your partner, the more opportunity you're going to give your partner to show you how desirable you are to them. And then you're going to start to believe it. But if you're always cutting their lunch or cutting off the opportunity before it even gets started, you're feeding into the belief that your body is not attractive and therefore you're not going to feel like sex and you're never going to have sex. And it starts to really be this negative feedback loop because you stop it before it even happens. And this can be a phased approach. If you are really self-conscious about your body, and this is actually quite a... Um, quite an intimate and also very trusting and vulnerable situation, turn the lights off, get a blindfold, and explore each other's bodies with no visual cues. This heightens all of your other sensations because you only have your other sensations to go by. Feeling, sound, um, taste, right? And so when you shut down your visual cues you have to rely on other things which makes them more heightened and that can be a really fun exercise especially if both of you are blindfolded put some music on turn the lights off blindfold both of you and it can become this really fun game because your partner can't see you and therefore the 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 scaredness and the worry that they're not going to be attracted to what you look like goes away and you're focusing more on how you feel Right, I love being blindfolded. By the way, uh, my partner is something to look at, and so it's and you know I have absolutely no qualms about my body in bed and naked and in all sorts of positions. But being blindfolded really takes away all of the other senses and makes it so much better. But it also takes away the fear of being judged or looked at. And the more that you do this. The more you, then you can slowly phase it out, right? Then you can take away the blindfolds and just keep off the lights. And then you can slowly put a lamp on. And it's not going from not having sex to suddenly having full daytime sex with lights on and flashlights everywhere. It's taking those slow steps and doing what you feel comfortable, but getting in the practice of actually being intimate and having sex with your partner. The less you have it, the less you want it, the less you have it the more you're going to think that your body is the issue for you not having it. So that's the first thing. And I often say this with anything with confidence is that the action actually comes before confidence. So you actually have to have an act of sex before you start to feel confident in your body and confident in having sex. Right? So have sex more. If you are not in a relationship, if you are by yourself or you're dating, explore your own body. And this can also be a phased approach. You can do this when you're blindfolded, blindfold yourself, or if you start to feel up to it, actually do it in front of a mirror so you know what you look like. And this can be very, um, you know, how many women actually know the way that everything in their body looks? Not many. But this is something to explore. This is something to explore so that when men are down there, it's not like, oh, my gosh, what does it look like? Does he like it? It's like, I know exactly what I have. And it's not just your private parts. It's like, I know the way that my stomach looks. I know the way that my arms look. And the more you accustom yourself to this and seeing yourself in a light of someone who actually desires you and finds you attractive, which if someone is with you, they find you attractive, right? If someone is physically intimate with you, they are there because not only are they physically attracted to you, but they're also probably mentally and emotionally. 
depends on the situation, obviously not all the time, but if you are in a relationship or dating, there is more than just physical elements. And I want you to take a moment to actually think about when you are with a partner, what are you thinking about them? When you are with a partner intimately, are you looking at, oh my gosh, he's got a roll bit. Oh, I can't believe that his stomach looks like that. Oh my God, look at his legs. Are you thinking that? Or are you focused, so focused on enjoying yourself or on his masculinity and um, the way that he touches you and the way that he looks at you? Because I can guarantee you that if you're not thinking about it, neither are they, right? And it doesn't, obviously doesn't have to always be men if you're with women, whoever, but people are not looking at your body and thinking disgusting things like you are to yourself. So it's about training your mind and training your body that to look at yourself as this desirable, attractive, feminine uh, being that people actually want to be with. People want to please, right? And so often we are too deep in our stress response to actually enjoy any intimacy. So I want you to think about when you are going through your daily life, how much space do you actually create yourself? How much thing? How much time in your life do you have for joy, for slowing down, for doing things that are pleasurable outside of sex? This could be like reading a book, going for a walk, dancing to some music. How much time do you actually dedicate to yourself to feel comfortable, confident, and like you're in your feminine energy? Because a huge barrier to us feeling desirable, feminine, attractive, and therefore our body image with sex is that we are so in our masculine energy that there is no wonder that we don't want to be sensual or feminine in the bedroom because that's just not who we are anymore. And it is so common with women these days because we are taught hustle culture to be perfectionist, to always be doing, to um, to you know be this independent woman that we actually don't allow ourselves to receive. We don't allow ourselves to be flowy. We don't allow ourselves to be a like a feminine essence. And it wasn't until I started really focusing on harnessing my feminine energy that my sex life improved and I called in this extremely masculine man who wants nothing more than to please me because I am now an energetic match for that. Right? If I was in my masculine energy and I met my partner, there is absolutely no way that we would have worked because all he wants to do is to protect, provide, uh, pleasure me. And I would have been this huge, he would have had a huge wall up saying, no, I'm this independent. I don't, you know, I don't need this. It was so hard for me to sit back and relax. When I was younger, I felt like sex was all about the man and I was there to please him. And that is so sad right? It probably wasn't until my mid-20s that I actually started to realize that I was a participant in this and most men want to pleasure women as well. And if they don't, fucking get rid of them. If they are not there to help make you feel good, that is a selfish, selfish human being who's taking what he wants and not giving anything to you. A genuine, real man or a real partner wants you to have pleasure as much as they want them pleasure themselves. Okay, and the only way that you can receive pleasure and feel that pleasure is if you are out of your stress response 
and in your feminine energy. Which means that you need to practice this outside of the bedroom. So how can you receive outside of the bedroom? This is as easy as someone saying, oh, I'll get your coffee, and you saying, thank you. Not, no, 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 I'll get this. Just thank you. Receive. It's as easy as someone giving you a compliment of, I love your hair today. And instead of saying, oh, this whole thing, yeah, it took two minutes, and well, rebuttaling it, you say, thank you, and you receive the compliment. It's as easy as little things that people want to do for you that you probably don't even notice, that you push away, you put your walls up, you reject. All you need to do is say thank you, let it land, and receive it, right? That is how you start to receive and feel confident and feminine in your body inside the bedroom. It's everything that you do outside of the bedroom, everything that you do outside of sex that helps you feel confident and comfortable in your body when you get to the bedroom and with your stress response it's about being mindful about the different sensations that you're feeling right if you are totally stressed when you get into an intimate moment with your partner you're not going to enjoy it you're not going to be in the right headspace you're going to feel um resistant and it's not an enjoyable situation for anyone and a lot i see so many women because they are so stressed they don't make time for themselves that sex is the last thing on their mind, right? And intimacy, intimacy is such an important part in a relationship. Intimacy, a relationship without intimacy is a friendship, right? And I understand that friendship needs to be a part of a relationship, absolutely. But the thing that differentiates a relationship with a partner from a, just a genuine friendship is intimacy and sex. And we need to make time for ourselves so that we feel like and allow ourselves to be intimate, right? And intimacy, by the way, doesn't always have to mean sex. I always say uh, foreplay for myself from a partner starts the moment you walk in the door. It starts from the moment when we see each other. Are they touching me? Are they hugging me? Are they speaking to me nicely? Are they giving me compliments? Are they treating me well, right? Because you can't have intimacy in a bedroom if everything outside of the bedroom is broken. Intimacy can be as easy as putting a hand on the leg when you're out for dinner, holding hands, going up behind them and giving them a hug when they're cooking. Your intimate moments and the way that you feel about your body that intimacy element needs to start outside of the bedroom so that when you get to the bedroom, it's not as big of an issue. Because you've had all this build-up, you've had all this these smaller moments that have built to the bedroom. And that's where I see a lot of couples go wrong is that they feel like intimacy is only a part of the bedroom and there's this huge disconnect because it's like, well, we're here now, we should have sex, but I don't feel like having sex because there hasn't been any build-up to this. Right, or I haven't been giving myself time or space to actually feel into my body and give myself that feminine energy so I feel like I can be here for you in the way that in the way that you want. So really focusing on being that feminine, uh, doing things for yourself, putting on lingerie for yourself, wearing your best perfume, having a dance party, going out with your girlfriends, like making time for you is going to translate to wanting to be intimate with your partner in the bedroom. And this doesn't always obviously have to be in relationships. Making time 
for you is going to translate to wanting to date and feeling confident in yourself and knowing who you are so that when you go on dates that you know what you stand for and you're not going to settle. There's also something else that I want to highlight and this is treating your body with respect and doing things that make you feel good are going to make you feel more confident and comfortable when you have little clothes on. What you do with your body, how you treat your body, how you eat, whether you exercise, um, everything that you do related to your body is going to translate to your intimacy with your partner or in the dating scene. If you are constantly berating the way that you look, if you are always wearing your daggy underwear and you're never shaving your legs and you feel like you're only allowed to wear a certain perfume when you're going out with someone special and you're not treating yourself with love and respect when it's just you, there is going to be little connection with your body and yourself inside the bedroom. So wear the lacy underwear when it's just you you and yourself at home. Put on makeup because it makes you feel good even if you're not going to see anyone. Do your hair. Shave your legs. It's so important to take care of yourself and look after yourself and give yourself love even when no one else is looking, especially when no one else is looking. That is the most important time because people are looking 5% of the time and then 95% of your time is just you, yourself and you, right? And so it is those 97% of the time so it's 97% of the time that you need to be focusing on taking care of yourself, doing things that make you feel good. And that isn't just about physical intimacy. It's about mental, spiritual, emotional. How can you connect to your body more? How can you connect to yourself more? How can you make yourself feel good? Something that is actually quite a powerful exercise to do with your partner is to actually sit down and understand what sex provides them. And what does sex provide you? Apart from, obviously, pleasure, sex provides everyone with something a little bit deeper. And understanding from your partner what sex provides them can give you a really good understanding and help put your mind at ease that it's not just about your body. For example, it can make them feel closer to you. It makes them feel like that they are providing for you, that they are a masculine being in your life. It makes them feel like everything else in their life just slips away when they're with you and it's a really good opportunity for them to regroup and refocus. Really understanding what sex gives your partner as well as what it gives you is a really powerful conversation to have and helps you understand that sex is more than just that, that physical element. There is an emotional and spiritual connection to it as well. And that can help uh, get rid of these insecurities that we have about our body because it's like, well, actually, my partner's not even that focused on my body when we're having sex. It is so much more than that. It is so much more than just what I look like. And it is so much more to me than what he or she looks like. Right? So having that conversation with your partner, what does sex provide you other than that, you know, that physical pleasure, is so important and so powerful to have and something that I recommend everyone has with their partner so that everything is on the table and you can actually start to communicate and talk about about sex and what it is for you. 
and listening to your partner about what that is for them. This is really enlightening because we actually start to realize like all of those times that maybe we've uh, rejected them or that we've said no to sex, we're also rejecting them of the opportunity to connect with us. We're also rejecting them of the opportunity to show us how much they love us. And that can start to really highlight the importance of, I don't want to say having sex and you're not feeling it, but knowing that it is more than just sex for you and for them. And it is an opportunity for you to connect. And that goes further than your body. That goes further than the physical elements of what you look like, of attractiveness. That is a deeper connection on a deeper level and so important to know for yourself as well. Like just reflect and focus on what does sex provide me? For me, it allows me to feel feminine and taken care of. And like there is nothing else that is happening in the world right now than me and my partner. It, we connect on so many deeper levels when we are physically intimate. And it's not just through sex that we're physically intimate. It's through kissing. It's through hugging. It's through touching each other. And, you know, it's not always physical, uh, sorry, sexual, just holding hands and a kiss on the forehead. So really having a look at what does it actually mean, what does it provide you other than just that physical element because that then transpires and transmutes past all these body image issues as more than your body. There is more to sex than just the physical attractiveness and that can help you get past that resistance and those walls of being scared about how you look because it is more than just that. If you have liked this episode, I would love to know your feedback. Um, this is something that I'm going to be talking a little bit more about because it's something that I have actually done quite a lot of research about. Um, I'm in the trenches as well. I have come out the other side of obviously body image issues and the intimacy and the confidence that I have with my partner is like I have never had before. And it's because really I'm in my feminine energy and I allow, allow him to lead in my masculine, his masculine. And that, to me, has been groundbreaking in the way that I feel about my body and the, the, the sex that we have. So I hope this has been helpful. Um, I am also offering um, some more guidance in this area uh, in the next coming few months. It's something that I'm currently working with. I am looking at how to offer this as something uh, a little bit more meatier so we can work through body image and dating and intimacy because it is also connected and is something that I think impacts so many women and something that I really want to help with. So if you have enjoyed this, please like, share, comment the podcast. Um, I really appreciate all your support and I look forward to speaking in your ear holes again soon.